Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Sherry and Aaron Show, where you get what you need to let go of limiting beliefs so you can galvanize your mind now. Ah, hello everyone and welcome to the Sherry and Aaron Show. My name is Sherry. Hi, and this is Aaron. Woo! And we are galvanized, yes, charged up, are. pumped up, ready for action, <laughs> reinforced, strong. <laughs> Every other thing that galvanized means, that's what we are. Oh yes, my yes. goodness. It seems like forever since I've talked to you. I mean, besides talking to you before I got on the show right now, but <laughs> so much stuff has happened in one week, as usual. Yes, as usual. Yeah, as usual. Oh, my goodness. Is there anything in particular on your mind that you want to talk about? Uh, well, I do want to talk about the fact that I got a chance to meet our guest um, that we're having on the show today. I got a chance to personally meet him and to go through his uh, workshop that he's going to be telling our listeners about today. And I really wanted to um, express my gratitude and my appreciation for being able to meet with him and being able to go through his um, workshop. It was transformational, um, and I can't wait for him to come on the show and share all of his information with us. I have been feeling so completely different since Saturday when I got a chance to meet him and meet some of the people that work with him. It was really, really, really transformational. So I'm mm-hmm. really excited about having him on um, today. Uh, Great. And, uh, yeah. It's cool that it's that. so uh, fresh. It's such a fresh experience for you because you just yeah. went on Saturday, so you're yeah still in that energy. That's very yeah, cool. It is. It's unfolding um, more and more every day. Um, it's unfolding. I can feel it. It, you know, started on Saturday. And it was really, um, it really actually, I want to say, you know, we've been building up to this on our show. But the mm-hmm. lead-in with Jane, having Jamie Lerner on and talking about this, uh, this theory and this idea of unconditional love and how it begins with yourself first, that yeah. really started the that started the train for me, and then Sunday, uh, Saturday, to be able to go to an actual workshop about tapping into this energy of unconditional love, it was just it, it galvanized it <laughs> even mm. more in my mind. Oh, I can <laughs> so. imagine. Yeah, it's great to have a live experience. And um, did you work in groups? Is that how it was? Or yes, it was I know today we were gonna we're gonna talk about mastermind, uh, sort of, right? It's Mastermind Thursday, and so I know one of the things that masterminding is about is groups, and it sounded like this event you went to was also about groups. Is that right? Or Right. Yeah, it was. It was a group of us. It wasn't too big, but I liked that because it felt more one-on-one. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like we got more one-on-one attention, but it, the entire um, idea that I was receptive to about going to see Dr. Dream um, was this idea of tapping into um, group energy, which is what we talk about on Mastermind Thursdays. Yeah. This idea of of working with a group of similar like-minded people, how it actually cuts the time 
in between what you're thinking and the manifestation of actually what you're thinking, that this idea of working with a group, um, it reminds me of when we did our um, pilot with James Hyman when he said the, the, the day of the lone wolf individual individuality, that type of thinking where, you know, you just have to do everything on your own. And he, yeah. James Hyman said something to the effect that those days were over, that we have a collective energy that we can tap into now. And so for me, that was the the, the biggest thing um, that I felt I really wanted our audience that tunes in to listen to our Mastermind Thursdays to to, um, to explain and to be able to um, actually have gone through it and then to be able to explain and be a witness to it, um, I think is just really wonderful. So I'm really glad about that. Oh, me too. Yeah. I have something that's mastermind related that happened this week that it talks that's about I don't know support. I went to my first open mic night on Tuesday night, and my mastermind partner Ty came with me. And the thing that was the thing for me is I get incredibly nervous when I get ready to do a speech or a presentation, but most people have no idea that I am right. because I don't look like I am and all that kind of stuff. I mean, sometimes it is almost like I feel like I'm going to have a freaking heart attack. I'm not kidding you. It is. It gets so intense sometimes. So this time around, before I even started my mastermind group, I said, listen, you guys, this is me. <laughs> I get nervous. I take off. Uh, and I've done it enough times to know that that's my pattern. So I want you guys to keep me, help keep me on track. And I put that out there before we even got going. And so uh, I told Ty I wanted to go to this open mic night and do some, you know, I want to start working on a one-woman show that's going to be basically Paliza, galvanized, the whole dynamic played out more in an entertaining way and in my mind it's all there oh yeah I can do it oh and this is how I would do it but man I'm telling you sometimes when it comes to the reality of actually showing up at the place and doing it I go well maybe I don't really want to do that but anyway Ty came and you know thank God he was there because I was so nervous and I, he just sat there and all I really needed was just for him to be there just to be sitting there, one person in the audience who I knew and who I knew was going to be my friend no matter what I did when I got up on the stage, you know, if I just completely bombed, if I made a fool of myself, whatever, it wouldn't matter. And uh, for me, that's one of the things that's so great about masterminding is because, I mean, I'm telling you, by myself, you know, you talk about group energy, well, it works both ways, you know, meaning if you're around a lot of people who are anxious or worried or limited or in a state of lack, you can pick that up too. And I feel like most of my beginning part of my life was that, you know, being around people who said, oh, you can't do it, it's too hard, you'll never make it, it's, you know, girls don't do that, that's a man's job, or any bazillion number of things. I still have some of that self-talk inside of me all these years mm -hmm. later. Right. And so I really, really value the people in my life who constantly can remind me of the truth, basically. 
that there is nothing to fear, that it's okay to go out and take risks, that that's what life is all about, that you never know if you're going to make it unless you try. And, you know, my friend Ty, he sends me DVDs from time to time just to show me some of the things that people are doing out there and some of the ways people are making a living by standing on a stage and delivering their message. And I look at them and I go, God, if that person can do what they're doing, there's no reason that I can't do what I want to do. Right. So I just really value and cherish that. And I know if I didn't have it, I don't think I would be doing all the things that I do. I certainly wouldn't if I was still in my old pattern of being around people who say, oh, you can't do that, it's too hard, you'll never make it. If I was still in that, I don't think I'd be able to do these risks and to to get out and do things I haven't done before. Right, yeah, it helps. It really does. It really helps it really a is. lot. It's like, yeah. uh, it feels like... It's funny because, you know, we're talking, we're going to be talking about love today, mm-hmm. unconditional love, right? Yeah. And I've been, I, I told you about this class I've been taking that's about divine appreciation. Right. But what we talked about last night was self-love. How, what are some of the ways you, show, you are showing that you love yourself? And uh, I, I think my mind has opened about the different things that that means, and I felt like, for me, one of the signs of self-love is to just go out and do something that you want to do because it's like, I don't know, I was thinking like if you had, let's say you you were a kid and you wanted to do something and your parents said, no, you can't do that because I don't want you to do it. Not that there's not enough money. None of that stuff is just like, I want you to be a certain way the way I want you to be, and the thing you want to do doesn't fit in with that, so no. Right. That's That, to me, is not very loving. But one of the ways that you could show self-love to yourself is that when you get an idea, you say, okay, I'll help you do that. I'll support you in that. I'll, I'll take you to the places you need to go to do that. I'll make the time for you to do that. I'll pay the money for you to do that. That was kind of what I was thinking this week where I, I, so even though I'm like a nervous wreck when I go to this open mic thing, there's a part of me that says, why am I doing this to myself? The real truth is that underneath it, there is some self-love. There is some saying, you know, even though you're nervous, even though you're scared, even though you have self-doubt, I know this is something you really want to do, so I'm going to support you in doing it. Yeah, and the fact that you overcome that 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 negative talk that says you can't and then you do it to me is is really a big thing um, to accomplish and to have Ty with you who's been in your mastermind class who's there that's going to support you regardless is he makes it even better it makes it a more yeah. enjoyable experience so and even that I'm will, like I can ask him and he comes I mean he he doesn't live near me and the place that we went to is not really near where he lives so he kind of had to come out of his way to go to it and I know in the past I would have just said in my mind oh I don't want to bother Ty I don't right. want him to have to drive that far for me oh he probably doesn't really want to come you know what I mean <laughs> it's just right, like right right that's 
I, I think it's important from time to time to really acknowledge that those are the things that go on in our minds, that we all go through it no matter what we look like. Because I think a lot of people who are, let's say, they're having some degree of self-criticism, self-doubt, something like that, then they look at someone else who seems like they don't have it. They think that they're the only ones who feel that way. Right, right. But, and man, I talked to this guy last night who did stand-up comedy for 10 years. He said, I never got over being nervous. What? He said, yeah. He always was. But anyway, uh, we should bring our guest on, huh? Yes, we should bring we our Dr. Dream. I love that, Dr. Dream. And today is the second Thursday of the month, so it's Mastermind Thursday. And today we have a special guest who's going to talk to us about the power of group energy and unconditional love. In 2004, our guest launched a project called Dream the Biggest Dream. Mark Pebbles, a.k.a. Dr. Dream, settled in with his passion and purpose in life he has a uniquely personal approach to energy transference and has been widely praised. In addition to his work as an empowerment coach and intuitive counselor, Dr. Dream is accomplished in healing work with rife frequencies. Did I say that right? Yes. Uh, guided visualizations, Reiki, theta healing, crystal therapy, sound and vibration, chakra clearing and balancing, essential oils and flower essences, Let's give a warm welcome to Dr. Dream. Yeah. Well, good day, ladies. <laughs> welcome to the show. I love it. How are you? We're great. both fine. <laughs> How are you? I'm so happy. I'm doing great. I'm in, uh, I'm in Logan, Utah right now. And um, I'm so pleased to be sitting here in such a beautiful area and speaking to, with such beautiful beings. Thank you. I was telling our audience before you came on how uh, transformational um, my experience was this Saturday and how I am feeling, even since Saturday, just an unfolding that is occurring uh, more and more each day, and so for those listeners who weren't who don't know, we've been talking about this idea of unconditional love. We talked about it last week with Jamie Lerner, and then your entire conference is about this idea of unconditional love. So I was wondering if you could maybe tell our audience, um, explain to our audience this idea of unconditional love and why it is helpful for us, why we need it, tapping into this energy of unconditional love. If you could just tell us a little bit about what it is that you're doing and what it is that your your purpose is for, for doing what you're doing and, and going on this tour all around the country with this message that you have, because I, I'm really touched by it, and I'd love for our listeners to be able to um, feel exactly what I'm feeling and how I felt during the experience. Certainly. It, uh, let me just say that uh, I'm, I have so much gratitude listening to you express what the experience was like for you and, and how deeply it touched you and that it's still uh, unfolding for you. This is the, the type of feedback that we get, and I never get tired of, of hearing about it because that is truly what we're doing. 
let me just uh, dive in with, with exactly, you know, what we're doing right now. Um, on June 19th, we started the uh, Tour of Love. Uh, actually, the Tour of Love has been going on, but we started the uh, summer tour. And it's 15 weeks, two countries, seven states, 40 cities, and 53 activations or sessions or workshops. And so um, you were part of that on, on Saturday in Las Vegas. And um, that uh, Saturday kicked off a 53-day stretch on the road for us, um, which we're obviously in the midst of right now. And um, when we talk about the experience, it is uh, an unconditional love activation. And this is Describe, we describe it as a multiple modality group energy experience. Now, um, when we say multiple modalities, we're talking about um, depending on the session, because we never know what's going to be called forth, it's like 10 to 13 different modalities. And those include uh, crystals and the right frequencies and essential oils and flower essences and sacred geometry and bioenergetic activation and zero-point energy um, of the oneness blessing, diksha, um, theta healing. Um, I don't have the list in front of me, and I'm sure it's just uh, there's a few more. Oh, of course, sound and vibration um, and, and several more that are involved in this. And what the whole experience uh, really entails is we call it a group energy experience, but um, it might be better served to be described as an individual experience within a group dynamic. Uh, you know, anytime more than one of us come together, we create a greater energy. Um, and, and so what happens when we do these unconditional love activations the energies that come together and how we set up the crystals and everything else really creates this, um, this framework for a very expansive experience. One of the things we say before we get started is that um, it's impossible to keep this experience on the surface. With all these modalities going on, um, this is going to take you into an experience. Now, how far you allow yourself to go with it, um, that can be up to you. But, but we really feel that by the time people actually get to us and are sitting there with us, they are really ready to have a very expansive experience, more expansive experience of unconditional love than, than where they've been with it uh, prior. And you, you, you mentioned about unconditional love and, you know, what it's about and the value of it. And, and I guess, you know, in a nutshell, I can say that everything about our individual experiences can be identified as coming from one of two places, and that is fear or love. And so I, I pretty much picked up uh, early on, meaning in the last, you know, 15 years or so that I, I was wanted to be focused on, on my experience unfolding from love as much as possible. And so over the years, I guess I have uh, collected modalities, as it were, um, and now is a time for me to be bringing them all together to facilitate this very expansive experience. And, 
And what's happening in this experience is uh, it's a guided uh, visualization, very much like a meditation, but with all these tools. And then the participants are being reminded. I'm not telling anyone anything that they don't know because I believe we each have, we, we, we know everything there is to know. Now, how much of that we allow to the conscious surface of who we are, that's another story, but we do know it all. And so I'm, I'm just serving as a, a positive trigger, if you will, or, a, or just a reminder to bring people back to what's going to serve their highest good uh, right now. Right, right. Well, let me ask you a question for, for uh, just general purposes. What is the difference between living a life that the majority of your experiences come from fear versus living a life where the majority of your uh, experiences come from love. What what type of difference would you see um, from a person who's living a life that all of their experiencing or the majority of their experiences are coming from love versus the majority of their experiences coming from fear? Well, the biggest um, marker or, like, flag that will tell you if someone's living from, you know, unfolding their life from love or unfolding their life from fear is are they still a victim? Are they still carrying this victim energy, this victim model, um, this, this victim, you know, perspective um, in their field? Is that what they're talking about? Are things happening to them or are they making their life happen? You know, and so that that's the biggest difference. If you're if you're if you're coming from a fearful place, if you're living from a fearful place, you are the victim because you have you know you you've put yourself you've allowed yourself to stay in a perspective where you you have a lot to be fearful of, and then you know what happens is the universe who is not judging us or God well, whatever however you label this greater energy. Uh, that's at play here is just looking at how our energy is and giving us whatever it is we're energizing. And so if mm-hmm. we're energizing fear in any sense, then the universe looks at that and says, wow, look at that. He really likes that fear. I'll give him more of that fear. Or he really mm-hmm. likes being in the midst of that, that drama of his. I'll just give him mm-hmm. that. It's like, it's like going to a restaurant and ordering um, a hamburger with Swiss cheese and the cook maybe thinks, God, I'd never put Swiss cheese on a hamburger. I, I'd only eat hamburgers with American cheese. But it doesn't matter to the cook what you order. The cook's just going to deliver it. He's not going to send out a hamburger with American cheese because that's a better way to eat a hamburger or a cheeseburger. He's going to send out exactly what you order. And God and the universe are the exact same way. Whatever it is, energy flows, where attention goes, wherever you're putting your attention, that's what you're getting back. So the biggest difference, between people living from love and people living from fear is what is, the, is their experience, what they are experiencing. And you can look at someone's life. You can look at someone's face um, and tell if they're, you know, more living from love or more living from fear. Wow. Okay. You know, I, I have a – that brings a question to my mind, something that has been an ongoing question in my life. Do you do you look at the law of attraction also in your work? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so you know on the emotional guidance scale, 
it says that love is like the the emotion that when you're in a state of love or joy, then you are the most likely to attract things to yourself. And I have seen that to be true in every instance, most of the time, except for actual money. So I know that there's some kind of disconnect there, but I have never really been able to figure it out. I can be in that state of love and all of these good things happen to me. People give me things. People are kind to me. I have better relationships with everybody. Uh, I get opportunities. Doors open. All these things happen. And then, But then sometimes the money part itself seems like it stops the ability to stay there because maybe, you know, I get invited to something and I don't have enough money to go there or I get I get this great, something great comes in my path and I go, oh, God, this is so perfect, but I don't have the money to go there. Have, do you have any experience with that? What would be your thought? That yeah, I, I, absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely do. And ladies, a couple sessions with me and we'll move you right through that and you'll have all the money you need to do whatever you want to do. Here's the thing. Um, a couple of things here. Number one, money is is not anything. Money is just something. You can't really – money's not it. It's what you want to do. And so people get focused on money, and that's, that's not quite enough. Um, if you're doing what is your bliss, if you are focused on what your life is about and living in alignment with who you truly are, your authentic self, let's face it, money is not our authentic self. But if you are living in alignment with your authentic self, everything you want will come your way. But let me just address this in the, in the real sense that you asked, and that is law of attraction, and you're, you're all tapped into love, and everything's just there, but you're, you're lacking the money. It's related to a belief system. Because what happens is our beliefs create our reality, and then they validate those beliefs that are creating our reality, validating those beliefs. It's a circle. And so somewhere in your belief system, you're, you're not believing that the work that you're doing can bring you this abundance that you're looking for. You're not believing that you're worthy or you're deserving you know, and then that's that's where in our sessions, in my one-on-one sessions, that's where we then sort of dive in, and it's like, all right, well, let's take a look at this. What are your real beliefs? Because here's the beauty of it. When you shift a belief, it changes your reality right away, validates the new belief. And so people get all stuck thinking, I've got to do this miserable job as a blank, you fill in the blank, because I need to make money because I need to support my family. And so they get real stuck because they're working 8 to 10 hours a day with transportation and everything in a job they don't like to make money to support their family, which now they don't have time for, and they're miserable when they're there. You know, I mean, it's, it, they're, they're just absolutely stuck. And so we get stuck in, in our beliefs, and they, they become so real we don't believe that they can even be shifted. And so what we're out there doing, a big part of what we're doing is assisting people to change 
shift ever so slightly their beliefs. And I mean, I, I don't, I, when I start working with people, I say, well, let's not start, you know, if your biggest issue is money, let's not start with money right away. Let's start with some of the littler, you know, the smaller issues you've got. And when we shift those, then let's, let's bump it up a little bit and bump it up a little bit. And I tell people, you know, play the game with this. And the very first thing to remember is that each of us as a human being, as a spiritual being having a human experience, each of us are a miracle from the get-go. The whole way that we're created, the whole way that we're more than this, you know, meat suit that we're running around in, that, that we've got soul and spirit and everything, all of that, that's, that's the miracle in the very beginning. And from then on, everything else is a miracle too, but we tend to forget that. We tend to yes. forget the true magic of the universe and the true miracle of just of that, that existence is. And when you tap back into that and you realize everything's a miracle and you're a miracle maker and you can be the miracle maker in your life, because no one else is going to be the miracle maker in your life, then you're taking your power back, you are, you are becoming empowered, and you can move on from there and, and do whatever it is you want to do. And if that's to have a lot of money, I really suggest that rather than, than saying you want to have a lot of money, say you want to be able to travel six months out of the year without working because you want to uh, reach out and touch and learn about different cultures. And then watch the money come in or sometimes more creative ways come in. It may not be that a check for $100,000 lands in your bank account. It may be that an opportunity that affords you that reality shows up in front of you. Okay, okay. So it's, it's not so much about concentrating on – because this is one of the things that Jamie Lerner said last week that I really – have been trying to make a part of my consciousness every day. She said that, first of all, we are our greatest resource, the same thing that you stated earlier. All of the answers that we need are already within us. And the second thing that she she talked about was when we were um, talking about abundance is she said that money is just a resource. It's not the end-all to be-all. It's just a resource to help you experience what it is that you're wanting to experience. And so what you just said about instead of asking for the, uh, money, ask for the things that will bring you the bliss. So if you're wanting the money so you can travel six months out of the year um, without having to work, then we should concentrate on that, the, the experience of traveling six months out of the year, the experience of learning about different cultures, the experience of sharing with and meeting other people versus the money. Is that the shift that you're that's, suggesting that we Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Isn't it so much more powerful to focus on and energize really what you want? I mean, nobody wants to just be sitting with, you know, a million dollars in the bank. Because if we all had, if you had a million dollars in the bank right now, Aaron, I guarantee you, you wouldn't be sitting there. <laughs> you would be out no. doing what makes your heart sing. It may yes. be that Mercedes convertible driving, you know, over to California to go up the coast with the wind in your hair, you know, and your significant other next to you just, you know, you know whatever it is. I mean, but, right. but that's it. It's not, nobody wants money. They want they want the next step that comes from it. And, and there's a real power in, I mean, this is my program, Dream the Biggest Dream. And the biggest dream is whatever you decide, but, but develop it 
so you can energize it and develop it in great detail. And so if it is to have that convertible to drive up the coast, close your eyes and feel the wind in your hair and feel your significant other's hand on your knee while you're driving this powerful car and the ocean breeze smells so good in your nose and you are just in this state of bliss. I mean, focus on that. Now, isn't that better than just focusing on a pile of money? Because that's, that's, the, that's really what you wanted. Right. Right. Wow. I went there as you were talking. <laughs> I, I have my hand on your knee. <laughs> okay. You know what? I, I went there as you were talking. I closed my eyes and just pictured myself with this Mercedes because that is my dream car. So I just pictured myself going there. And it does. It feels so much different, so much. Uh, it's more detailed. You get to the – actually feel it when you think of it in that term versus – there's nothing that I really feel when I see a picture, close my eyes, and picture just a million dollars on the table. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, when, but, but the, the next step of picturing a million dollars on the table is, okay, I'm writing checks to pay off all my bills. I'm writing a check to pay off my house. I just paid off my car and traded it in on the car I really wanted. I mean, you know, so it's a tool to take you to the next place, but then skip, skip that and go right to whatever the next place is. I mean, the, one of the issues that I find with so many people is they don't give themselves permission to dream the biggest dream. I've got this giant, this big, heavy metal paperweight on my desk that says, um, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Yeah. And it just reminds me, it's like, wow, well, okay, so I'm not limiting myself anymore. What would I do? And I, I love that reminder because it allows me the opportunity to dream my biggest dream, and then when I start energizing it, I mean, it happens. Here I am, you know, on this tour of love. I've got uh, Neil and Ilya from Portal to Ascension with me. I've got my daughter, Maya, my nine-year-old daughter, Maya, who's an amazing healer, uh, healing practitioner herself. I've got my dog, Jake, and we are going from city to city. We are meeting the most incredible people um, we, we we just stayed in, in Logan, Utah at, at a, a, a lovely family's home for two days. And it's, I mean, <laughs> I'm just getting filled up with love and energy in every moment. And, and I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I'm living my dream. This is my biggest dream. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. Now, I'm fine-tuning it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know. I'm looking at a couple things here and there and saying, well, you know, we could adjust this a little bit and that. And, um, you know, we want to go international by the end of the year with the Tour of Love and, you know, everything else. But it's constantly energizing what you truly want and knowing that, that you can have that, that you deserve it, that you're worthy just by the fact that you exist and learning about yourself. What's the thing we said quite a bit on Saturday, Aaron? Do you remember? that uh, true transformation starts with self-observation. That's right. Self-observation is the path to transformation. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but, boy, you did it just perfect there. <laughs> I've been saying it in my head ever since Saturday. Ever since Saturday, what, I've been saying that. And, and what it means is get, you know, go inside yourself. Stop focusing on everything outside of you. Go inside yourself. Connect the dots about who you are, what your life is about. Look at your pattern behavior. Look at your habits. 
Look at your thoughts, words, deeds. What serves you? What doesn't serve you? Make the changes inside and everything in your outer reality changes because reality starts inside you and then it's manifest outside of you. And so this self-observation is the path to transformation. This is a huge thing. And yet, you know, what do we have? We have people that are, you know, playing video games, people that are watching TV until they just, you know, fall asleep in front of it. You know, anything to distract them from being alone with themselves and connecting to what's going on because, you know what, that's, that's where the real work is. But I take it a step further and I say that's where the real play is is to, to identify what's going on inside you, and then you can shift to do anything. I have another question then. Okay, that's good. I'm actually sitting here taking notes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I do a good amount of self-observation, and what I've observed in myself in the past day is I'm really angry. <laughs> and I didn't. I don't always feel this feeling, but... It's there, and so there, there's all this information in my mind that I've gathered over the years about what to do when you're angry, and, you know, all the stuff, and I, if I've done the, you know, distract myself, try to pretend I'm not, all that kind of stuff, or I know it hasn't worked. I want to move through it. I want to heal it, and it's like there, there's so much conflicting inter information up there because on the one hand, there's like, well, you know, I am really feeling a feeling of anger in myself, and I can't deny it. And yet, you read these things, and they say, you know, anger is toxic. Don't stay in a state of anger. Try to get into love. And it's like, how do you heal it if you keep on running away from it? And how long do you, I mean, you know, what is the process? You've observed yourself, and you've found something that is uncomfortable, that you don't really know how to deal with, that you've never dealt with before. What then? Great question, Sherry, and here's, here's where we start with that. And that is to acknowledge it. Don't push it away right away. Acknowledge it. Look at it. You know, look at the face of it. Honor it. Wow, I'm feeling anger right now. There's something going on inside of me. This is great that I'm feeling this because it's a an opportunity for me to grow, learn, and evolve. Every experience we have is an opportunity to grow, learn, and evolve. So this one, I'm in anger. Now, let me see. I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging it. I'm honoring it with gratitude. Why am I angry? What's going on right now in my experience that is creating this anger? A lot of times it's because we're fighting something that we know is our path or is the way for us to be. We're not being our authentic self. And so, you know, I don't want to, I mean, if, if, if you want to go there in the call right now, we can, but, but you know. That, but, you know what, I, mean, yeah, yeah, I actually started to talk about it a little bit at the beginning of the show. It's funny how you say that it could be related to fighting something that's your true path because the anger came after I did that open mic night, I was intensely nervous. I did the open mic night. I came home. I was still nervous. And then all the next day, it was just anger, anger, anger. And I still feel it. And one of the things that I realized that for myself, part of the reason why I 
have held myself back from pursuing some of these more creative things is because I have been buying into a belief that, that I picked up as a very young girl, which is something along the lines of girls are not as good as boys. Women entertainers or creative people are not as good as men entertaining creative people. And even as I say that, my heart beats so fast because I kind of realized that I totally bought into that belief, even though it was very very far in the background and in some ways I didn't look like I was, I was. And it's like by getting up and doing the open mic night, it's almost like it opened up Pandora's box or something. That's All great. Those beliefs that say, you can't do that. You're just a girl. People don't want to hear what women have to say. You should just get down off the stage. I mean, it's really ugly. Okay. But, I want but to move you know what? Yeah. Right. And here's the thing that we all need to remember. We don't, it, our inner Pandora's box doesn't open until we're ready to deal with the stuff. Okay? So uh-huh. now again, back to this unconditional love of self and total self-acceptance, you got to honor yourself for where you're at right now. Your stuff's coming up. It's coming up around your conditioning. And um, you're starting to, uh, you know, feel this. And it's, it's creating an inner conflict, which is creating anger. Now, there's some other layers to this that are going on. And so, you know, it would be really good for you to identify for yourself exactly where that conditioning came from. Not that it just came from your past, but identify exactly where it came from. All right, but for for you to connect with that, (laughs) I really suggest to people to start writing about it. Now, for you, if if we were having a one-on-one call, which, Aaron, you get a one-on-one call with me, you know, having gone to the uh, unconditional love activation. So I'm looking forward to our session. So, um, if, Sherry, if you and I were on a one-on-one call, I'd, I'd suggest that you take a piece of paper, a blank piece of paper, and at the top write, I'm angry because. And then free flow writing, no filtering, no even thinking about it. Just write, 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 write so much that you have to read it afterwards to really figure out what you wrote. And you're going to see some stuff that that you haven't quite allowed to your surface consciousness. It will come out that way. And you'll see what it is that needs to be dealt with. Because on a certain level, I hear you saying, well, you know where the conditioning came from and this and that, but I'm not connecting yet with exactly why this is making you angry. Because you went out there you did your thing. You were nervous. Well, whatever. I mean, yeah, everyone gets nervous. I do a weekly phone call. I'm nervous before all my phone calls. I'm nervous before all the activations. It's that energy I love to, to, to work with and transform into the energy that drives me forth. But, but I haven't heard yet you say exactly why you're angry. I hear that there's this past conditioning that, that has helped you back. Why. I think I know why. I think it's. Be- I think I'm probably angry at myself for letting this belief hold me back this long. Um, that I'm 44 years old and I went to a spoken word when I was 25 years old and turned around and never went back again. And I am kind of stunned that I could actually be in this place for 20 years 
of letting this belief hold me back, even though I've done quite a bit of uh, personal development, therapy, classes, meditation, yoga, healing, you name it, over the past 20 years. So here, here now we're getting to it. This is judgment. This is self-judgment. It's a terribly un- undermining uh, energy to hold on to, and that's what you're feeling. Now, when this happens, again, this is a lack of unconditional love for self. This is you judging yourself instead of saying, wow, isn't this interesting? I could have taken this path 20 years ago, but I didn't. I guess I wasn't ready because my life continues to unfold divinely perfect, in divine perfection, and I must really be ready now, and I must really be ready to get this energy of this past conditioning, this one aspect of my past conditioning, I think I'm really ready to clear this for good right now. And and all of a sudden you've turned it into instead of, you know, regret and <laughs> guilt about not living, you know, a path you thought should have been your path. I mean, Sherry, your entire life has unfolded exactly the way it was supposed to unfold. And you, my dear, along with all of us, have done the best job you could do with the tools you have available, but today you have different tools available than you had 20 years ago. And honor yourself, love yourself, accept yourself, and get out there and do it now. Don't, don't stay stuck by holding on to this energy that doesn't serve you anymore. You're, you're beyond that now. You're ready to deal with it. You've got what you need through all, this, all these years of stuff. And don't judge. Don't judge it. Just do what makes you happy now. The past is the past. Your past does not dictate the future. The choices you make in each now moment dictate what happens to you. And there's a favorite saying that my friend Jesse got me hooked on, and that is, this is the best now ever. And so, Sherry, make it that way. And, and just let go of this stuff, this this baggage you've been carrying and uh, go forward. I can't wait to see you perform. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really needed that. Everything is happening uh, the way it's supposed to because I really needed to hear what you just had to say. I'm going to be going to open mic again tonight, so it'll be fabulous to go there with that different mindset. Maybe I can have it not maybe. I want to have create a different experience this time than I had uh, you know, from Tuesday. And just honor yourself for the long way you have come, for, you know, where you've been and where you are right now, and that is amazing. Now, is Ty going to be there tonight? Yes, he is. <sighs> awesome. Yes, he, That's he awesome. He just sent me an email saying, what's the address? I'm going to be there. You know, he has, a, he has some interest in doing things on the stage as well, and it, we have different interests as far as what material we want to deliver, but... I think ultimately we'll probably both be performing at some of these things that we're going to. Right now we're just seeing what's out there and available for us. And I love it. And I I love what you were saying about Ty before, um, you know, being so supportive. Um, It just brings up a good point that I talk to people about so much, and that is in our human interaction we have three things that can happen. We can raise the other person's energy and thereby raising our own. 
we can just keep everything the way it is and not change anything energetically in the interaction, or we can lower the other person's energy and lower our energy. And and I just love this, how supportive Ty is. And, you know, for all of us, just to remember, you know, it's, it's, it's so incredible that we get to be here having this experience and to take each moment and, and be in such a place of love and gratitude that it raises everyone's energy around us. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Erin, are you still there? <laughs> Aaron. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still oh, okay. here. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. um, no, I don't really be wanted... sorry. I was like, I, I turned it into a personal session there. I hope no, I didn't lose. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I wanted to tell you also, um, uh, Mark, about this idea of living our biggest dream and how living our biggest dream is one of the things that we, we talk about in Mastermind Group. We share our biggest dreams. And I'm not sure if our session or had anything to do with this, but I believe that it it, it does. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was introduced to a, a wonderful lady out here in Las Vegas, and uh, her name is Tony Boss. She's actually the creator of the NAACP Awards, and she just came into my life out of nowhere. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, she invited me to this uh, political event, and I got a chance to meet Bill Clinton. Uh, which is something I had never dreamed of doing, but I got a chance to do and got a chance to shake hands with them and take pictures with them, and I just thought it was so wonderful. And I shared with a couple of people after that happened, I said, you know, wow, the the next biggest thing to do after this would be actually to meet President Obama and, you know, take a picture with him. I, You know, I just happened to say it, not even thinking anything about it. And so um, the lady, Tony Boss, called me last night and said, uh, President Obama's going to be in Las Vegas today. So she called me and told me, she said, uh, you know, how would you like to meet President Obama? And I said, uh, yeah, I'd love to. And she said, well, I have a ticket for you. We're going to meet him tonight. Um, he's going to be doing a, a, a private dinner at a restaurant, at a hotel here on the Strip, and I have a ticket for you, so you're invited to come with me to get a chance to go and meet him. So I just thought, I just so thought, you know, cool. wow, how this dream, you know, it, it wasn't even something that I, you know, necessarily put a lot of energy into. I just said to the universe, you know, wow, what what an honor it would be to meet, you know, two presidents, you know, and and to be able to meet this president in particular. Um, but it was nothing I I actually ever thought would happen. But it's unfolding, you know, right now, today, it's un, it's unfolding. So I want to believe that me going through this session on Saturday, unclogged, unblocked, unstuck some things to be able to allow me to even operate in that vibration, that frequency to allow this experience to come into my life. So I wanted to thank you for that. Um, uh, I really do because I've been feeling a shift since Saturday, and this is something that's very real, and I want our audience to understand that it, it is very real. It's not something, you know, a lot of our guests we have on, we've just read their books or we maybe have seen them on the Internet and so forth, but I got a chance to actually experience a one-on-one session with you, and it has been transformational for me. So I just wanted to share that with you before um, we let you go. What a great story. I just, I love that. And feel free to mention me to him. (laughs) (laughs) I will definitely send out pictures if I, you know, get this picture opportunity Uh and a chance to speak and rub elbows with, believe me, um, it's going to shift everything for me um, because it is, you know, when you actually, like you said, when you actually get the chance, you're right now living a dream that you wanted to experience with traveling and meeting all these people. 
And um, when you actually are in the midst of the dream, it does remind you, for me, it's a reminder that I am a miracle and that I can create miracles. It's, uh-huh. it's a powerful reminder to actually live the dream. So um, I just wanted to that put is, that out. There. <laughs> I can't that is great. I, that our, our show is like over in, I don't know, in a few minutes, I think. I just looked at the clock and I thought I saw something about it. I gotta look again. I'm see. I'm such in Wonderland here. I don't even Me know. Me too. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we got it's about seven more minutes. So uh, okay. We usually well, um, wrap tell up us the about show. yeah. Tell us about where you're going to be. How people can find out about your your um, tour. Um, and give us some information to the audiences if, in case they want to experience exactly what I experienced and what Sherry experienced just today on the phone. I sure will. We are um, in Idaho Falls tonight. And Boise, and, and from there we go to Boise, Ketchum, Haley, Idaho. We're in North Lake Tahoe, Reno, Chico, Sacramento, Berkeley, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose, Redding, Ashland, Eugene, um, Portland, Olympia, Tacoma, Seattle, Vancouver, BC, Victoria, BC, uh, Mount Shasta, Eureka, Santa Rosa, Sacramento, Stockton, Santa Cruz, Monterey, on down the coast, uh, Santa Barbara, Ventura, San Luis Obispo, Ojai, Los Angeles, Huntington Beach, Costa Mesa, Lake Forest, California, and then we pop back up to Nevada to um, go to Burning Man where we'll do uh, seven or eight sessions there. Um, the whole schedule can be found at www touroflove.com, touroflove.com, and then also on that page there is a link to uh, my main site, which is drdream.com, which is d-r-d-r-e-a-m.com, drdream.com, and there you can find information on the free uh, live podcast every uh, Wednesday night. Um, we've got over 70 free recordings on iTunes. Just search Dr. Dream. Um, lots of stuff going on. And I've got one tool that if you're going to do, if you want, if you're hearing this and, and you're not near the Tour of Love um, and you want something to assist you uh, in, in creating the life of your dreams, I have a workbook called 21 Days to Change the Conscious Creation Program. It's 105 pages. And go to the site, drdream.com, and it, it costs a mere $4.50. So skip your Starbucks today and um, pick up this workbook and print it out. And people call me after two or three days and say, you won't believe what's happening. And I tell them, I absolutely will believe it, but you've got to tell me what's going on. And people are getting amazing results. And the reason is, this is, I describe this as a comfortable structure to assist you in attracting, manifesting, and creating the life of your dreams. It's a workbook. You just follow what you're to do. It's a half hour of writing in the morning, a half hour of writing in the evening, and then just watching your universe deliver the life of your dreams to you. And um, it's a great, great tool. Um, come out and find us on the Tour of Love. Uh, look for us on, on Facebook. All the links are on drdream.com. And, um, you know, that's it. I, 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 I tell my universe and I, I reaffirm it over and over again that I am a positive trigger for millions of people 
And so to be on the show with you two wonderful beings today, and, and Aaron, to have had you in the session, and, and just to be reaching out like this and, and sharing this love and this excitement for the miracle of existence and, and how to make it work for, for each of us as individuals, I, I just have tremendous gratitude, and this has been a real treat for me. Thank you. It has for us as well, and we're looking forward to hearing more about you. We're going to have to have you back on the show um, so you can tell us some of the miracles that you've watched unfold on this tour. So I really appreciate you. Tell everyone that I said hello, and um, we will definitely be back in touch with you. Excellent. Thank you so much, and my love to both of you and to all the listeners. Just blessings of unconditional love. Thank Thank you. you. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Oh, wow. That was well, good. Oh, I yeah, that. this was exactly what I needed to get my day started. So yeah. I'm happy. I'm so happy you um, got a chance to interact with him as well. Because I'm telling yeah, you, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh huh. So. Yeah, and he's All going right. to a lot of different cities. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where, yeah. I mean, it's quite a it's, tour. I would think that. I know I know of a lot of people who live in those areas, that's for sure, and I'm yeah. sure some of them are listeners. So. And we will definitely, um, you know, if you want to find out more about uh, what is what Dr. Green is doing, you know, like he, he gave all of the websites, and you can also find him on the Sherry and Aaron Show uh, fan page on Facebook as well. So mm-hmm. I'm just really feeling very blessed and exuberant today and ready to go, and I will have an update on uh, my my uh, meeting oh on my next goodness. Thursday. Yeah, you're going to a luncheon, right? <laughs> yes, a luncheon. So, yes. Like, I mean, when does it start? Because it's almost it noon starts, right now. It, it, it starts at 4, so oh, um, okay. I'll be leaving here very shortly, but uh, I'm just excited. I'm really excited and, and um yeah, we we'll, definitely want to hear. Oh, you know what? We, I definitely want to put it out there because some of the people listen to our show live and some of them listen to recordings. We really want to encourage people to start calling in with their yes. questions and comments. Uh, next week, we are not having a scheduled guest. It's going to be the, it's going to be literally the Sherry and Aaron show. It's right. Sherry and Aaron. <laughs> we're, we're the guest and. We uh, we want to talk about things that other people want to talk about. We want to talk about what our mm-hmm. listeners want to hear right. about. And right. then we'll have, if, if it seems like we have a lot of people who are interested in the same thing, we can have guests specifically come about that, maybe some guest hosts or something like that. But our call-in number is 646-378-0341. And you can put that, just Store that in your cell phone, and remember, every Thursday from 11 to noon Pacific Standard Time or 2 to 3 Eastern Standard Time, we will be on the phone live. So even if you're not near your computer, you can still call us, and you can listen on the phone, and if you press the 1, you can uh, be on the line with us and and ask us a question or give us a comment. We want to hear from you. So I just definitely want to encourage encourage you to do that and let you know that you don't have to be sitting in front of the computer to be involved in this. That's right. 
Well, I am so looking forward to our uh, next week, and I really enjoy today, and I hope everyone will tune in next week. And uh, if you have anything that comes up between now and next Thursday, feel free to drop us an email. Any questions that you have, any comments, feel free to drop us an email, and uh, we, will get, we will address it on our show. And I am wishing everyone a happy week and unconditional love. Absolutely. Talk to you next week. Yeah, goodbye. Bye for now.